Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, folks. We are joined by Guy Williams, president of Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. Uh, and he always joins us at this time. Guy, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Good to be with you. Guy, the uh, National Retail Federation estimates that uh, this year seasonal workers will fall by as much as 40%, which they hadn't seen in a while. Um, This does not bode well, obviously. They're feeling that the uh, numbers are not going to be there for the holiday season. Well, it is beginning to look like a very weak holiday season, and we're seeing a trend of people trading down to less expensive items and not as much spending. None of the uh, big box retailers will go on record uh, with much optimism for the holiday season, with the exception of Walmart, which is gaining at everybody else's expense. Yeah, in fact, uh, they were saying that Macy's is going to hire 3,000 fewer uh, folks, uh, Actually, some of the uh, shipping companies uh, for some of these big box stores are are a little concerned about what their numbers are going to be as well. Yeah, shipping is is a total disaster. We've had a number of the uh, big trucking companies go bankrupt. And what's happening is there are fewer loads being shipped at lower cost. And it really is a tough time for shippers. And, you know, that reflects that there's just not that much Uh, in the way of merchandise being moving. And it's really sort of late to do it. I mean, at this point, you really need to have the stock in the store. So retailers have what they have, and they're looking at the numbers, and nobody's excited about what they're seeing right now. A lot of consumers are shifting to experiences instead of uh, tangible items, too. seems to be a shift of wanting to uh, go out, go eat, go travel, but not buy something. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what I mean. So if we're looking at this and and fast forward to January, looking back, if it if it holds true, what does that mean to the uh, as it relates to the state of the state of the economy? Well, the economy is essentially driven by consumer spending. I mean, that's really almost all the economy is is people buying things. And as that softens up it could definitely slow the economy. And this is something the Fed is, has wanted for a while, which is for the economy to slow down. And they don't really say it out loud, but they you know, trying to raise rates, cut people's uh, disposable income, reduce consumption. And unfortunately, they're succeeding. And 
a lot of people are looking at Christmas and saying, you know, we're just going to spend less this year. You also have some interesting competing trends. As baby boomers get older, they're discovering that none of their kids want their stuff. So, you know, the collectibles are not really valuable. And they're beginning to do the uh, Marie Kondo simplify their lives. And what they're discovering is a lot of the simplifying means giving it to goodwill because nobody else wants it. So it's hard to have a great retail season when a number of your customers are beginning to say, you know, I think I'm going to clean out my closet, simplify my life and have less stuff rather than more. So that trend definitely doesn't hurt the, uh, the re- doesn't help the retailers at all. And it, and it hurts sales. Guy, um, let's pivot. Um, I was reading an article, I'm sure you saw it as well, that the office sector credit crunch is intensifying. You and I have talked about this as to what it means to downtowns across the country. Uh, This article, though, makes an interesting observation. It says, by one measure, it's now worse than during the 08-09 global financial crisis. And there's almost even feeling like that there's going to be more measures where it could surpass uh, that crisis it's kind of hard to believe right it is because that was that was a global crisis of, of pretty much epic proportions i don't think it gets quite that bad but what we're seeing is in certain sectors and the, the sector that they're talking about is office buildings they're really very little demand and you know we're seeing that in new orleans we have no new office buildings going up old office buildings with declining occupancy, <clears throat> lower appraisals, four office buildings, <clears throat> and a, a trend of people thinking, you know, I want to work from home and maybe we'll go in one or two days a week, but we don't need a full office. So it's a rolling recession for offices because as leases come up, most tenants are looking to have less space, saying we don't really need the floor plan we had. We're going to go to less. And if the landlord won't do it, they're moving out, and it really puts the tenants in a strong position because occupancy is falling in all of the downtown areas, and the idea of being in a, in a remote suburban, suburban office park isn't that appealing either with the workers thinking, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather work from home. So we're seeing a challenge, and unfortunately right now there's really no place where building a new office makes a lot of sense, where you, you have enough rental demand that you could put up a brand new building with today's cost. So that that's another strain on office buildings. And it's going to be a challenge as they get refinanced or as people try and sell them. A lot, a lot of them are going to go back to lenders and then being sold at discounted prices. What ha- It kind of feeds on itself, right, though? Because if a number of institutions decide they're not going to lend in that sector anymore, How do you come out of that vicious cycle? Well, you have to find a bottom. And, you know, in previous cycles, what would happen is office buildings would get foreclosed. uh, New ownership would step in, do some renovations, and then rent below current market and fill the building back up. In some cases, if you had an attractive, fairly modern building, you would get people out of the B and C buildings. And, A perfect example of that happened during the Great Depression. Uh, The um, world's biggest skyscraper was built and opened during the Great Depression. And the challenge is 
how do we get people to go to the Empire State Building during a depression? And what the landlord did is they went to every building, every tenant they could find and said, look, if you'll move to our new building, we'll pay the rest of your lease. So you won't be out of pocket any any expense. You'll you'll pay the same as you paid before, but you know when when the renewal time comes in, you'll be at our building. Well, what they did is they succeeded in attracting people because they had the best property in town, and they also succeeded in bankrupting some of their competitors because the competitors weren't able to renew because as soon as those old leases came up, whether they were two years, three years, four. The tenants were at the Empire State Building, and they didn't want to move back to a a substandard building. So in some of the premier markets, you'll see things like that where landlords take over, new landlords take over, spiff up a little bit and compete aggressively and push the market to a new level. So it's it's a tough dog-eat-dog market, but we, we could probably see that in some of the markets like Atlanta, Austin. San Francisco, perhaps, if they can get a handle on their crime problem. But the problem has never really been a lack of tenants, though, right? I mean, that's kind of a cultural shift now. So when we say we're looking, you know, we're going to find a bottom, but that's all of the ingredients were pretty much still there. When you have the ingredient of tenants that aren't there, uh, that workers that aren't there, what does that new what does that bottom look like now? Well, it, it's worse, and you're absolutely right because uh, during the depression there wasn't a change in the habit of people using offices. There was no such thing as remote work or computers, so people had to go into the office. Now there is a desire by a number of employees to do remote work, and uh, anyone in HR will tell you when they post a job with remote work as an option they get significant more applicants than if it's an in-the-office job. Now, the counter trend, and it's it's beginning slowly and it probably will continue, is management realizing that some of the remote workers aren't really working. You know, they're watching a lot of TV, petting the dog, taking care of kids, and not much is actually getting accomplished. So some of these uh, management teams are beginning to look at cutbacks and saying, you know, we're not really measuring the productivity very well. And some of these remote workers, we might not miss if they weren't here. So that may push people back into offices. But you're st- you're right, there's still a reduced demand for office space, which is something we haven't seen ever, really. You know, it just hasn't been a ch- change where uh, the dynamic of the office market changed. So I think you'll see office buildings turned into hotels, as we've seen in New Orleans, You'll see no new buildings being built in a lot of markets and some of the very old ones being torn down and replaced by new construction for something else like apartments, hotels, condos. And in the meantime, what happens to the downtown culture? We're seeing that kind of shifting, a lot of businesses closing down, those that, you know, first you saw clothing businesses of the 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 men and women that are in downtown working, showing up for the office, transiting there from from the, the suburbs and the like. That goes by the wayside. We're now starting to see restaurants hitting that, that same kind of equilibrium where can't make it. Don't don't have the don't have the numbers that are down there any longer. Well it's 
it's a tough cycle because an office building supports a tremendous number of sideline businesses. When you have an office building, you have office workers who want to go to lunch, whether it's a fancy lunch on an expense account or a nice poor boy or whatever, they want to go to lunch. You also have dry cleaners, you have uh, retailing where people want to shop on lunch hour or break. If people aren't downtown, you you begin to lose all that. And, you know, small businesses never operate with a tremendous cash margin. So there are always a few that are right on the edge and they begin to close up. And when you have vacant storefronts, it becomes a, a, a little disconcerting to uh, pedestrians. You know, you, you walk around a little bit and it's like feels like a dystopian world. It's like, what happened? And once that once that occurs, it's difficult to revitalize a street life. I mean, we're, we're saved in New Orleans because we still have an active tourist culture. So you have a lot of people walking around. But there's some downtowns where there's just nobody down downtown. And it's really hard to get that restarted. And the small businesses are just closed. You know, New York is facing that with some of their premier uh, retailing streets like Fifth Avenue that never had a vacancy in the past, and now you have vacant storefronts. And it it's a it's a tough dynamic and a tough thing to restart. I mean, it begins with uh, making sure people feel safe, and then you know, having events and activities to get people back downtown. Yeah, and when, it's going to be interesting to see how they turn that around. Right. I mean, because once you start on that decline and you start to see these businesses shut down, um, it almost takes a shock and awe approach to to catch it all back. And there are a lot of conditions that are really outside of government's control, outside of the landlord's control, the building owners um, that that they're facing. Um, And I guess it's just a matter of staying the course. I agree with you. I think the stay at home, work at home phenomenon is going to change how quick i'm not sure but i think it'll change yeah i think most employers are realizing that there's some people that are really good at -at stay-at-home work there's some that are awful and then a bunch that are in the middle and you just have to sort through but not everybody can work from home so that that's a myth you can't just do a total work at home and i'm reminded uh, French Quarter Festival came came about because we had a downturn in uh, tourists, a downturn in people coming to the French Quarter and the CBD. And the mayor at the time, who I think was uh, Dutch Morial, so we've got to do something to get people down here and created uh, French Quarter Fest, which has become an enduring popular event. So that your shock and awe approach is, is definitely appropriate where you – you might create something, you make make sure it's cleaned up, get the uh, the streets to where people feel safe and comfortable, and invite them to something that's fun to do that you can't do elsewhere. And I think that certainly was a solution that helped us, and it's it's ended up with a uh, a permanent festival that we all enjoy. And for those naysayers that don't believe it's happening right now, you just mentioned Fifth Avenue. It's happening there. It's happening at Union Square, right in. Um, san francisco it's happening on the miracle mile michigan avenue in chicago you if you read any of these local newspapers what you're you're seeing story after story after story week after week after week about all of this that's occurring right there in front of us yeah and the push then it then becomes lower property taxes 
and less civic revenue to deal with the problem. And that becomes a real challenge. New York City is talking about a serious budget deficit. And the challenge is when they reassess properties, the property tax base is going to go down. Their revenue from uh, people working and commuting is going down. And it really presents a challenge for a city. It's one of those things that you really don't, you don't want to start that downturn because it's tough to re, to restart it. It can be done, but far better to not let it get there. Absolutely. Got to get to a break. We're visiting with Guy Williams, president of Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. We will be right back, folks. Stay with us. Give us a shout on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and text line 504-260-1870. We'll be right back. This is Newell on WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, folks. We are visiting with Guy Williams, president of Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. Uh, Guy, we're in the midst of the holiday shopping season, obviously Black Friday this Friday, but there are scammers everywhere tell us about the latest oh my goodness yeah no i wish we never had to talk about scammers but the crooks have holiday too and so it's interesting the fbi once did a presentation at the bank and they said you have to remember crooks are just like you and we're all looking at you what are you talking about said they want to have a nice thanksgiving and christmas just like you do but the difference is you're going to go to work they're going to go to work trying to figure out how to steal. And the theft opportunities are always there, and the crooks are always working. Uh, there are a couple that are, that are hardy perennials. One is the gift card scam. And what crooks will do is go to a big box retailer, a Target, a Walmart, take the uh, gift cards off the uh, rack, not buy them, but etch off the uh, label, get the number, put the uh, little silver back on, and put them back on the rack. And you think, well, why would they do that? They wait a few days. Once somebody has purchased and activated the gift card, the crooks will use that number and send the money somewhere else. So it's it's a risk-free scam for the crook, crooks because they're almost never caught. The uh, DA is considered a uh, nonviolent offense. And the only way to protect yourself is to look very carefully and make sure that 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 etch-off silver label hasn't been tampered with. But the real best way to prevent it is to buy the gift cards online or buy them at a financial institution where you're literally getting them handed to you instead of standing on the rack. And that's just an unfortunate reality. And 
wish the crooks weren't doing it, but it really messes people up because you give someone a gift card and that they say, well, guy, you gave me this card, but there was no money on it. So, you know, thank you for nothing. And by the time you get time, it sorted out, you go ahead. I was, I was going to say a lot of times those are impulse buys. You're getting them, you know, as you're approaching the cash register and you're in a hurry. And that's the time where you really have to exercise caution more than any because the scammers know that as well, right? Oh, yeah, because they, they know you're not paying attention. You're busy. It might be something last minute. And it's interesting because if you talk to a retailer offline, they'll tell you that there's a no-buy zone, which is the five yards around the checkout counter. So that's where all the impulse high-value items are. Right. It's like you should just say, no, nothing nothing in this zone am I going to buy. This this zone has nothing but trouble written all over it, right? Oh, yeah. And look, I've fallen for it. You're, you're at the checkout oh, th- and chocolate-covered espresso beans. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> yeah. need that. Yeah. I tried like, those yeah. once, and I got so wired, I thought it was flying off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll inspire you to do all kinds of things. But, good, you know, this is just one days. of the, the many cro- – the other ahead, thing I'm is sorry. the online scams. And a lot of people are setting up fake websites. You know, you've won a free trip. Uh, you've got a special offer. And you'll buy the item, and either the item is just really trashy or it doesn't even exist. And in a lot of cases, the free trips never do exist. You end up beginning to send money and more and more money, and nothing ever happens except you're out the money. And by the time you figure it out, it's too late. But we're seeing a big increase in online scams with fake websites, fake free trips, fake items. And it's a good reminder, if you want to buy something, go to the company's real website. You know, don't click on a link on social media because the the element that connects these is you see it in a Facebook feed. You see it on Instagram. You click, and it's a bogus link. Or it's somebody sent you an email, and you click on that link. If you think you're interested, and it's at Macy's, for example, go to just Go to the search engine, go to Macy's and see what it is and buy it directly from them. But we're seeing the online fraud is a big, big deal. Uh, One that's really troubling, and you mentioned earlier the cutback in hiring for holiday shopping, uh, the fake job. And what we're seeing is fake jobs being offered. It's online work. Oh, you can work from home. You get a good salary. And when you click the link... You're encouraged and not just encouraged, you have to fill out your information and they say, good news, you've been, you know, you've been accepted, you're going to get $25 an hour, we need this payroll information. Next thing you know, you've given them social security number, birth date, address. The job doesn't exist, but identity theft does. And someone that was looking for work, you know, someone that really was doing the right thing, saying, you I want, I want to do a little extra work over the holidays to earn money, is scammed and their identity is stolen. And it's very convincing because if you think about it, when you go to work somewhere, they always get all your personal info. So it's not unusual, and that's what the scammers take advantage of. You fall for it because, well, of course they're going to need uh, all this information because I'm getting a, I'm getting a new job. I'm getting a W-2, so Obviously, I'll have to give my social security number and birth date and home address. And that one I, that one really is annoying because the, the, the victims are the innocent who are trying to work. 
And the crooks, of course, don't care. They're just looking for another way to scam people and steal identity. And, you know, at this time of year, too, you always have, um, you know, the gas pump issue. And there's a little security kind of uh, tape or thing there on the, um, you know, on, on where you um, where you slide your credit card into. And if they don't have that, move on. Don't 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 put your, your credit card in there. Right. Yeah. And um, people will stick devices on to uh, card readers that are stealing that will steal the uh, card info. So if it seems a little loose or doesn't look quite right, you know, don't don't do it or go inside and do it at the register. But that's an ongoing scam where they're trying to get your credit card info with a uh, what's called a skimming device. And you see those on ATMs where they'll glue it on the outside and and steal the uh, the pin number and the uh, the card number. And that that's a very common theft, and you just have to be very careful about that. Yeah, you know it's 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 a shame that um, that you, you always have to be on your guard at all times for everything, right? Well, you really do. And another one that comes up at, at, over the holidays is the fake charity, where you get a call and, you know, somebody really, you know, gives you a, a sob story about the, the poor orphans or the poor widows or the poor whatevers. And if you'll just send them some gift cards, it'll all be good. Well, the, the key is if it's a charity that you don't normally give to, if it's a sob story that, that sounds too terrible to be true and they want a gift card, it's probably crooked. And we advise people, most folks want to give something extra around Thanksgiving, around Christmas, around the holidays. Give to a charity that you know. Give to a local charity where you know the people and make a plan. I mean, we, we advise people to actually make a, a plan, a plan giving schedule. Say, okay, how much are we going to give this year? We've had a good year. We've, you know, we've got some extra money. We want to give, you know, who knows what amount, but Let's give it to these one or two charities. And you talk about it at home, make a decision, and then write the check with a clear conscience. But the scammers will call people, take advantage of them, and get money sent all kinds of places. We had a customer who sent money to an Indian charity, completely bogus, and they convinced the customer to send essentially the balance they had in their checking account because the sob story was so so sincere it was a lonely customer living by themselves and you know we tried to we contacted the charity tried to get the money back and they just said oh no we, that was a donation and if you look at guide stars one of those charities where 90 percent of the money goes to overhead and 10 percent to the program so that that's a big thing over the holidays when people are feeling sympathetic and feeling interested in helping so we advise don't give to any stranger that calls on the phone and then, guy, you got to worry about people lifting packages off your front door, front doorstep once they're delivered, right? Um, so oh, yeah. it's always good to get those out. those notifications at your email and and be prepared or have somebody prepared to receive those packages because they're going to be out and about for sure. Yeah, there are a couple of good options. Uh, you can get a secure box, and you can also get delivery to places like Walgreens where. It doesn't go to your front porch or if you have the option of accepting the uh, delivery at work. And and most people realize there, there's some neighborhoods where it's just really a, a challenge because 
you might have a front door very close to the street and people walking up and down and taking advantage of that. Unfortunately, even if you have ring video and you, you have a picture of the people, they just almost never get caught. And so it's better to prevent it in the first place with either a lockbox at your house, delivery to a store or a pickup location, or delivery to work if that's an option. But that definitely picks up. The other one that picks up, it unfortunately, is breaking into the car if their package is in the car. And we always advise people, for goodness sake, don't leave the packages visible. Put them in the trunk because car break-ins are bad enough if they, they're just breaking into the car. But now they're breaking into the car and stealing your presence. You know, you're, you're doubly frustrated when you get back to your vehicle. Yeah, it, it, it's a shame that uh, folks are out there trying to take advantage of you for sure. All right, we got to get to a break. We're visiting with Guy Williams, president, Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. When we come back, we'll talk about cracks in the labor market and government shutdown postponed for a period of time anyway. So stay with us. We'll be right back with Guy Williams. This is Newell on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We are visiting with Guy Williams, President, Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. And, Guy, we have Chuck on the line. He's got a question for you. Chuck, go ahead. You're with Guy Williams. Hey, Guy. I just had a kind of a random hey, – <laughs> uh, how you doing? Kind of a – a problematic. Oh, oh, good, great. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Yeah. Um, the question. Is, the question is. Um, I was just looking at a chart of the stock market for I don't know why exactly. Something came up the other day, and I noticed how from like the Great Depression through like the mid nineties, right before two thousand, it, it never really fluctuated higher than ten thousand. It would go you know from five to ten thousand. It was just running, running, running. Then all of a sudden, you know, you look and it's got this incredible, like, Mount Everest growth up to, like, now we're at, what, 33, 34, 35,000? I could, I I never did a lot of research, but what happened? Well, a couple of things. What in the world? Go ahead, Guy. The stock market is, is an estimate of future earnings. And what happened is you had really a revolution. It was a technological revolution of increased uh, computer capacity and ability to do things more efficiently. And once that filtered through, if you think back, it wasn't that long ago that none of us had uh, cell phones and none of us certainly had smartphones and, you know, streaming was non-existent, artificial intelligence didn't exist. So industry became significantly more efficient and 
part of that was uh, the the adding technology. You know, in banking, we used to have entire departments that would sort checks and physically put checks in envelopes to mail them back. All that was done electronically, and it, it significantly reduced back-end cost and made the business more efficient. And that happened across a lot of businesses with technology. The other thing that happened is free trade. Uh, you know, th- uh, some countries are more efficient than others, and so when you start buying from the low-cost producer, everybody benefits. Now, there is such a thing as unfair trade where people, uh, you know, don't respect the laws like China, but cheap manufacturing overseas reduced cost, enabled companies to uh, increase their profits. Uh, the computer technology also made drug manufacturing more efficient, so you could develop new technologies, new therapies. So a lot of it was inefficient, was efficiency-driven, computer-driven, and free trade-driven. And we benefited from it for about 30 years. So it really has been a good a good time to be invested in the stock market. And, of course, the last week or two, the market's back up again. Boy, Guy, that is a fantastic answer, and it all makes total sense. And one more question. Do you think – AI or some derivative of this new technology is going to maybe bring it to 60,000? I don't know if it'll bring it to 60,000 shortly, but yes, AI is a, it's a real deal. It, it consumes tons of uh, computing power, but AI is better than the old search engines. And we have a number of customers using AI for, for things that you wouldn't think about. I'll give you a simple example. Uh, sympathy letter to someone whose pet died. You've got a veterinarian, you know, they've done a great job, but, you know, dogs, cats have a lifespan, and you want to send a sympathy letter. You type in a few words, it'll generate a letter. You modify it a little bit, and in about 20 seconds, you've come up with something that sounds like you, is sincere, but you're able to do it much more efficiently. And, you know, that's a that's sort of something you wouldn't think of of AI working, but it works in a lot of places. We use it at the bank for some simple uh, computer coding. It can't do all the work, but it can do the blocking and tackling, and then you have your sophisticated engineers do the top end. So I think AI is its certainly here to stay. You know, regulators are way behind the curve catching up to its capability, but it will, it will definitely make a difference, and it's already making things much more efficient much more rapidly than we expected. Thank you, Chuck. Have a great Thanksgiving holiday. Guy, let's pivot real quick to uh, the uh, cracks in the labor market. What is it showing? What is it revealing? Yeah, you know, we're seeing some big-picture numbers. The uh, unemployment numbers have ticked up, and what we're seeing is a decline in people hiring and also a mismatch. Uh, We have jobs available that people aren't really interested in taking. We have jobs that are available in areas that people don't live. Uh, We've got a bit of a a stuck labor market in that people with fixed-rate mortgages don't want to move because they have a 2% or 3% mortgage that they can't replace. We also have a challenge in a number of industries. One, uh, the uh, renewable energy industry got a bit over its skis, and as a result – they're losing money in a lot of different places, and you're seeing layoffs. Stellantis is laying off. that They make the Jeep. I'm not sure where the Stellantis name came from, but they, they make the electric Jeep, and 
they're cutting half of their white-collar force. Now, you wonder what those guys were doing if you can afford to lay half of them off, but apparently they're yeah, doing really. it. Uh, Fisker uh, had an interesting earnings call. They lost $90 million on sales of $70 million. It's another EV company. Now, think about that. They only sold – wow. that was their sales. Their loss was ninety. You'd have to triple the price to make money. So they're laying off people. Simmons, Siemens is laying off people in their wind industry. Uh, some of the big banks, TransUnion and uh, Citigroup, have, have not TransUnion, Citigroup and uh, Wells Fargo have announced big cutbacks. And TransUnion was on my mind because they had one of these press releases that you just have to read and think about. TransUnion plans to reduce cost and increase savings by transitioning additional roles to its global capability centers overseas. In other words, Americans are being fired and we're taking these jobs out of the country. So we're seeing, yeah, yeah, you know, a very ugly situation if you're the American worker and, oh, we're transitioning the job to the global fulfillment center. Well, if you don't happen to live overseas, that's real challenging for you here in America. But we're beginning to see that with fewer job openings and a mismatch between the uh, openings and the skills. And unfortunately, this may be the uh, the higher unemployment that the uh, the Fed has said they were looking for. And I hate to see it, but it is beginning to look like a much tougher time for the employee right now. Well, that's two things that they were looking for that we talked about today. <laughs> they're, they're headed to getting for sure, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I wish that instead they would focus on what can we do to make the economy more efficient? How about reducing unnecessary regulation? Not every regulation makes sense, and a lot of them are overly complicated. Uh, what can we do to reduce barriers to people starting new businesses? instead of what can we do to uh, increase cost and push people toward unemployment. But it really is a tough time in the labor market, and that's why uh, when you started the show and talked about fewer seasonal openings, you're right on point. You know, that's that's the beginning sign of a, a weakening labor market. Guy, as always, thank you so much for your time, your insight. We really appreciate it and wish you the best of uh, for Thanksgiving holiday season for you and your family. And thanks again for joining us. Oh, thank you very much. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. All righty. That's Guy Williams, president of Gulf Coast Bank and Trust. We will be right back to check in with Scoot. Stay with us. Scoot's up next, and he joins us. What do we have coming up, Scoot? Well, we'll talk about the sports journalist, uh, Chris uh, Thompson, who we talked about on Friday. She uh, made up quotes uh, from coaches that really weren't true. After the severe severe backlash, she says, oh, no, wait a minute. I didn't do that. Oh, wait a minute. What is it? And, I only uh, made it up. That, of course. <laughs> and uh, what's going on with uh, Angel Reese of the LSU Lady Tigers? We'll talk about that, too. All righty. Scoot's headed your way. He's got a great lineup, folks. Stay tuned. Hope you enjoyed today's show. We'll see you all again tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 